You are listening to the Build a Brain podcast with Dr. Jeannie Zare. Join the quest to shape an efficient brain that fires on all cylinders and runs like a fine-tuned machine. You are now in the capable hands of an international presenter and a pathologically optimistic brain builder. Dr. Zaire will give you the right blocks to build that three pounds of cerebral muscle for you, your child, or the young adult you teach or mentor. Block by block, thought by thought, now is the time to build a better brain. Let's get started. Welcome back, friends. So good to have you with us. Vicki and I are here today, and we're looking at one of our favorite cognitive skills because we tend to use it all the time, don't we? Yeah, we a lot. Yes, this one. And often we have uh, parents that say, oh, my child really needs to work on this one. But as adults, we still see that we still use this one as well. So let's dig into this particular cognitive thinking skill for building your brain. Reuven was recognizing that some people have an egocentric communication modality. Big words, right? But egocentric just meaning we can only see the world through our own eyes, our own life experiences, our own perspective. And there's nothing wrong with that until it gets in the way. So we cognitively would want to be able to shift and be able to consider something from another viewpoint once in a while, not just always see things through my life experiences. So this is starting, the, it's the first cognitive skill that you'll see if you've downloaded your PDF with the list of all 28 of these. This is the first one listed under output. So remember in our first episode, we talked about the three phases of thinking, input, getting information into our brain, elaboration, how we process what we get in there, and then output, how do we tell others we know what we know? Well, we need to consider the other person we're talking to before we open our mouth and insert foot. So we would never do that, would we, Vicki? I never have. Oh, no. (laughs) Of course not. So this is really important for socializing as well as explaining feelings. So the sooner children can gain experience with the ability to consider another person's point of view, the better they're gonna be able to work in their world, as well as for parents and teachers for anyone else, or, or anyone else for that matter. So encourage your child or that young adult that you're mentoring and model for them how to see the world from someone else's or through someone else's eyes. The American native uh, proverb is about walking a mile a mile in the other man's moccasins. I've always loved that. Can you walk a mile in the other man's shoes? So reading books about other cultures helps children with this capacity too. I know one of the richest experiences I've had that's made me the adult I am is that I have traveled in 20 different countries. And every country just enriches my ability to consider another viewpoint. So another way that you can do this either in the workplace is once in a while model for your employees, say you're a manager in a workplace, is model for your employees how it's possible for you to change your mind. So you know how sometimes people get in an argument 
and they both think they're right, you know, and so you got to win. But it's okay once in a while to go, oh, you know what? I, I think you're right. Oh my goodness, I never thought of it that way. Children need to hear adults change their mind and accept another person's viewpoint. And adults need to hear other adults model that ability to accept another viewpoint. So Vicki, have you seen this in some of our clients? Oh, absolutely. I think this is, this is one of the biggest ones and it affects communication um, tremendously because if you can't communicate, if you don't understand and realize there can be a different viewpoint, you can't communicate well to that person. Um, I don't know if this fits in. I Because yes, we want to model the being able to change our mind, but sometimes we also have to communicate that I understand what you're thinking. I get it. We can talk about it from your point of view, but that also doesn't necessarily mean that I always have to change my mind. Or agree Some, with it. Or agree with it. <laughs> sometimes just knowing that the other person mm -hmm. is actually understanding what you're saying um, is enough. We just want to be heard. We want hmm. somebody to communicate with us, well, to know what we're heard. But it's also very important, as you were saying, to be able to go ahead and say, you know what, you're right. Um, and also think that sometimes there are other ways to do things. Hmm. That fits well with our positive wording because Reuven called it egocentric communication modalities. And at MindCap, our positive version of that is consider another point of view. And so what you just said is about considering. I don't have to agree with you, but I hear you and I, I could consider that. And if I can consider your point of view, then I can communicate better with you. Uh huh. In fact, I um, this morning had an adult that I was that I was working with, and we we worked on a much more um, higher level point of an instrument that we have called orientation in space. And at the end, her takeaway was that if I consider, if I can consider somebody else's point of view, I can understand better how they think and it can help me communicate with them. Wow. Yeah, and I know that client you're talking about, and that is so rich that she came up with that. So what Vicki's talking about, we call a principle. So in the Feuerstein world, we do these cognitive skill activities that can, some of them can be quite challenging. And the point of doing it is not that, there, I got that page done. The point is in looking at the process that my brain went through to do it. So when I get done, we might write a principle. In fact, we try to almost every session. So I love her, her principle. That's really cool. If I can consider another point of view. Yeah, I'm going to be able to listen to other people. I'm going to be able to, yeah. Yeah, I was very proud of her. Mm. I liked the example that in the break, Vicki, you and I were talking. I liked the example you gave, how you use this yourself. I do. I often use this when I mediate, especially if I'm struggling, not quite sure what to say, or uh, I just feel a little lost sometimes in my mediation. I will think about specific people and think, oh, what would, I picture myself sitting at the table watching them. And, and what would this person, what would this person do? How would they mediate? What would they say? Yeah. What would their response be? And then that helps me yeah. think about how, what I need to do to respond. Yeah, I love that. I have a dear uncle that I adore and he's Uncle Bob. 
and I'll be in situations and I think, well, what would Uncle Bob say? What what would he do? So yeah, that's a really, really good one. I guess this is where the what would Jesus do? Thing what would Jesus you- <laughs> WWJD? <laughs> what would Jesus do? All right. Well, let's give you some questions, listeners, that you can put in your toolbox. So who is someone I respect? How would they view this situation? That's kind of my your your what you just talked about in my Uncle Bob. Another good one is, if I stop and think for a moment, could I be flexible and consider another perspective? Mm, I really like that one. I think I wrote that one. I, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I wrote that one. I really like it. It's, it's a, a really one. good one. Is there another way I can look at this? Can I reinterpret or reappraise the situation? I really like that one because mm. sometimes I find... We get stuck in like mm-hmm. just even looking the same direction. No, there's no other way to do this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's try and look okay. at it and see if we can look at it a different way. And then I like this one too. Well, I wonder why am I stuck in this perspective? And is it truly a good place to be? Um, you know what, Vicki's sitting in here doing this, these with you. We need to write these out in index cards for every one of our cognitive functions. So oh, that's a good idea. So listeners, why don't you consider that <laughs> these questions I'm giving you and we could I could get this ready for you and have it on our website so that you could download it these questions, but I'm thinking because if we have it written out in kind of big print for our clients, then we'd have it ready and they could take it with them that this is going to be your question for the week that you're going to use. I'm also thinking as you say that that if we give them a question that maybe to see if they can figure out which cognitive function it goes with that we're working on. Oh my. Oh, you're going to take it up a notch. I'm going to take it up a notch for some of them. Okay. But like if we put out the question, who's someone I respect, how would they view the situation? Can they identify that that's seeing things from another point of view? Yeah. So that is because at the MindCap Center, all of our clients learn all 28 of these cognitive functions. Now, some are younger kiddos or even some young adults. We just start with 12. We don't make them learn them all, but we eventually introduce them all. And that young lady you were working with today is in her 40s, and she's been with us for, gosh, probably a year, couple years. years. And so she's probably learned, learned all of them. Okay, well, isn't this great? You're listening to Vicki and Jeannie come up with new <laughs> strategies. It's how we roll. It's how we roll here <laughs> for the MindCap Center. So it has been so good to be with you listeners. Hope you'll come back for another episode of Build a Brain. Thanks for listening to the Build a Brain podcast. If you're wanting more information on how to build a brain, please visit the website for the MindCap Center in Fort Wayne, Indiana at www.mindcap.com. That's www.mindcap.org. Children and adults from across the United States and Canada have found the cognitive help they needed at the MindCap Center. Their specialized team is trained in all levels of the Feuerstein program and can literally help you or your child build a new brain. We'll see you next time.